pass this damn thing. Hold on, fellas. Oh. oh. There he is. Technology, man, it's a struggle with me. <laughs> All right. So welcome to another edition of What's on Your Mind. This week I've got Jason Bruno co-hosting with me, and we've invited the one and only Mr. Billy ADG to find out what's on the mind. So gentlemen, my only question of the night, what's on your mind? Oh, California law is on my mind tonight because they just cost me a whole bunch of money. But yeah. Yeah, man, I got to change all my labels starting January 1st. I got to change all my labels with a certain California disclaimer for California residents. And no offense to California people, but maybe they're not smart enough to not abuse Fuck things. <laughs> no offense. Are you kidding they, me right now? <laughs> nah, they passed a new law, man. So I have to, I have to, there's on all my labels going forward, there'll be a chart on there. Like, that, you know, it says what's in it. And our internet trolls are going to be like, oh, Oh, I can recreate it. No, fuckers, you can't. It's not that. It's certain chemicals we have to disclose publicly. I have to have a 1-800 number um, and all that for the people in California that eat Tide Pods and things. You know, it's to protect them. <laughs> that sucks. It's all good. I'm so glad I we're can't believe, though, that, that, you know, the American of Americans, Billy Boggess, said, no offense to a liberal fucking state. <laughs> hey, he's got a, he's probably got a lot of cli- a lot of customers there. He's got to uh Yeah, but he's not offending the clients, he's offending the people who actually run that fucking state. That's true. That's true. So so Billy, is that with your labels, do you like stockpile a bunch of them that now you're gonna be like shit, I can't use these? Or is it just like you make going forward, you just have to make a change? No, we got to make a change now. I mean, if you saw the 17 ring circus here, you guys would be like, and you don't do drugs? No, I don't do drugs. <laughs> no. So some things we actually bottle, pour, and label here. Others yeah. are done through the blender. Um, so basically now, starting out, the blender is going to put a sticker, like over top of our beautiful label. They will put a sticker on there with the don't eat Tide Pods thing. Yeah. Um, I have to go back and change all of my, um, what Dave Christian does on my design work. So my design guy will have to go back and incorporate that into all future labels. And what I have in stock now, I'm going to ship. And if they don't like it, they can <clears throat> rub my snake. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure, they got a grace period on that stuff. But no, I mean, we're going to make every... You know, I got to update my website, so it'll be on the, we got a, a brand new website we're building right now. It's got the SDS sheets on there, so we'll nice. also have that on the website as well. Um, so we're going to make every attempt to, we always want to work within the laws and regulations of things, you know, California right. being the one exception. Anytime we ship to California, it's like shipping internationally. Jeez. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, isn't Washington almost like the same thing? It's getting there. It's yeah. getting there. Yeah. It's really getting there. Right up that coast. California didn't have to change their ways. We're going to disown them. Shit. Just, you know, a couple more earthquakes. They might not even be attached to them anymore. <laughs> East Russia. We slip, we ship to East Russia. Yeah. <laughs> what is that show, Alex? Which one? The one that's on Amazon Prime. 
uh, where like the West Coast is ran by the Japs and the East Coast is ran by the Germans. Oh, is that the Man King in of the, the High, high Castle? Tower. Man in the High Man in the High, high Tower. Yeah, I haven't watched High Tower. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Yet. What he's fucking describing right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I need to get on it. It's supposedly uh, really good. It is. I got to get back on it. I've I've been slacking. It's yeah, the Mandalorian, man. It takes over. I got this split personality thing going on. Like, there's one side of me. It's all I'm all about my customer. We always have to about our customers. And there's the other side of me. It's like, f the system, you know, f the system. And then, right. you know, these are all costs that are incorporated. So when next time you see an internet troll saying, "Well, I can import something from China a lot cheaper," because they don't have the regulations we have here. So try, exactly. you know, try operating. You can import anything you want to. And you can call yourself king of the internet for the day, but try to make products here and, and distribute them in, you know, in the United States. And you'll find out real fucking quick that uh, there's a lot more than what you see on Facebook. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's on my mind. You asked. No, hey, that's that's what this podcast is for. This is the uh, This is the unfiltered one. This is the one where it's just talk. You know, yeah. It, so uh, since I'm we're on the, the subject of products, I mean, we can we can talk about graphene a little bit, saying how it's everywhere now, even in fucking tire dressing, which is like, okay, at that point, I think you're just putting that name on that bottle to sell it. Yeah. So uh, I, I, you know, I communicate quite a bit with my blender. On you know, we're on a personal level. We talked about this probably a year ago with the graphene. And, um, you know, ADG is never going to be like the, the groundbreaker of, of the newest thing on the block. What we want to do is focus on fundamentals and making people get better at fundamentals. And I can, you know, go into that deeper if we need to. But they told me a while back, they're like, you know, nobody's ever explained to me what graphene is and, and, and exactly what the purpose is of it. And so they didn't want it. Just like everybody was jumping on the hand sanitizer bandwagon. Yeah. Hmm. You know, we could have done that, but, you know, it, it's retarded. I just, there's no point in doing it. Um, there's some things, I don't want to say a lot of stuff on camera, but there's some things I can say behind the camera. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, what um, the graphene thing, they, they, they came and I guess they're going and they went. And the only thing I can talk about is my brand, American Detailer Garage. And, and it, you know, the, the best way, the best analogy, I guess I can put it is we're always going to give you blocks, building blocks, whether you choose to apply them to your structure or not. <clears throat> our whole goal has been to apply building blocks and not buzzwords. Right. Blocks build businesses. Buzzwords don't. That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. And buzzwords are just for marketing just to get you to buy what are you hanging out in your daughter's room or something? What, what, what are you doing? Uh, so, uh, no, this is, well, yes and no. I mean, this is the playroom, um, okay. but it's it's kind of the furthest room in the house to be kind of quiet. And when, when Jason and I did the podcast with um, Marty for paints and polishing, Haley was in here. And so she likes to. Marty likes to troll me, by the way. She likes to have some <laughs> for me. So she it's put okay. all, she took all her stuffed animals and, and put behind me because she said I needed I needed something behind me. It was too plain. He needed friends. I yeah. agree with her. No, I agree with so her. So it's it's, it's just no. She doesn't use this room anymore because this used to be her like her gaming room, um, but we put a fifty five inch TV in her bedroom. So now she just stays in her bedroom and plays games. Have, have, 
Yeah. Have you named that guy right there, the, the colorful thing that keeps smiling at me? I'm just wondering if he has a name. Turd. That's a the turd. Poop? The poop? It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a psychedelic poop emoji. Look at that damn thing. Isn't that cool? It is a poop <laughs> emoji. It's like a poop emoji from the stoner days. Yeah. yeah like much. Cooler if you did, Alex. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, Marty, let's talk about Marty because that's on my mind. Marty's been trolling me a little bit. And that's okay. I'm not mad at him. I just I want to put it out there. Uh-huh. It's all good. That's okay. it. That's all you're gonna say. Like <laughs> when when you're struggling, oh, you troll, me? man. <laughs> when you're struggling, you gotta troll. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> hey, so, so, so let's let's let me ask. I want to I want to talk to Billy about about his new stuff because you you've got new stuff that dropped, huh? Which one? So what has he got? He's got uh the glass he's cleaner that just came, the glass cleaner that came out. Yeah, I, sorry, I don't I don't memorize names. Everything's glass cleaner to me. Whatever. Did a better job, uh, Alex. The uh the tire dressing, <laughs> the tire dressing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll tell you what, man, um, I, I'm really impressed with the, with, with both of those products that I got. Um, so the glass cleaner with that, no, what is it? The no streak freak towel or no, no freak, yeah. streak, whatever it is, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, I, no streak freak. Yeah. I mean, it's, is that it's auto going, fiber. Yeah. Yeah. Auto fiber. It's like yeah. a it's silky, silky towel. No, no. It's no, the waffle it's weave. Waffle weave. Oh, okay. Like, like, super super low gsm no pile kind of deal um that's great man that's a great combo um so far what in the two or three weeks since i've had that and i've been using it um great on windows great and then and then the tire dressing man whoo 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 man i'm not gonna lie that's that's some good stuff man um sure did make some tires shiny did you shield yours? That isn't it. Wait, do what? You guys talk at the same time. So what? Go ahead, Jason. I asked him if he used shield yet. Shield. Uh, what shield? The gas. I apologize. I don't remember names of everything I use. So, the what shield? It's the interior cleaner and protective. Oh uh, no, I have not used that one yet because I don't. I don't do a lot of those. Don't do interiors. Yeah, don't do interiors. But Billy, but Billy, I, I thought you had it. I thought you were a fan. I thought you had it. That's all. No, 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 no. Because I, I don't do a lot of interiors, so I don't keep a lot of interior stuff around. I, I do want to try it, so it'll probably be next order. But but Billy did send me Valor, which is the one thing that I haven't really tried yet. Um, and and I did try it last week, and I was really impressed with it so far. I used it on a. Uh, on like my clay and quote unquote wax um, yeah. type deal. Um, so I used it like I would use um, uh, IGL enhancer. I used it as a drying aid um, and and dried the car with it. And, and I mean, it gave a real nice slickness to it. You know, rubbed the back of your hand on it. It was real nice and slick. It had a nice little shine to it. Black, brand new black uh, uh, 2020, 2021, whatever blazer um 2020 blazer i guess it was um so no man i'm excited i'm gonna use it tomorrow um try to play with it a little bit more tomorrow um and uh so yeah um I, i'm you know the stuff that that you know you have and i've used i you know no complaints with and um uh so i think it's definitely i think you're definitely putting out some good stuff man i appreciate that 
we do it slow, man. We're, we try to do it slow, but we do it right. You know, it, it, it's like the tire dressing. It took us what, two years to finally get one that I thought was worthy of selling. You know, it, uh, ever since day one, it, we launched two products. People made fun of us. They got two products. We launched a third product. Well, that's not really a full line. Right. So all the stuff that we just launched, we've been testing for six months. I've got six products right now we're going to launch next year, yeah. hopefully, that we've been testing for about the last three months. So whenever we go to whenever we go to market with a product, we've already been testing it. And I think it's important that you, number one, deliver a product that people can use and make money with. And the, the, the thing about ADG, I think that's different from a lot of companies, is we really appeal to the professional and the consumer. So how do you right. split that hair and make both happy? And that's what we try to do. So you brought up Breeze a minute ago, our glass cleaner. Yeah. You know, most companies go with an alcohol base or ammonia base or whatever. And we're like, look, you know, we go with a surfactant base with things that are already working within our line. Let's just use that technology and make a glass right. cleaner. Let's make it flash fast. Most streaks occur. The more you wipe, the more it manages. Marty won't tell you that. The more you wipe, the more streaks you're going to get. So we believe that the product can work just as hard as you do. It makes right. your job uh, uh, twice as easy in half the time. Yeah, well, it's definitely easy though, and and that's that's interesting. You say that it doesn't have like the alcohol in it, like most of the other ones, or the ammonia, because that's the one thing I noticed with a lot of the other um, companies is you is you really have to load the window up, otherwise, yeah. it, because if you don't put enough product, it it evaporates out too fast, and then you're just kind of pushing the dirt around, creating streaks um so i no i mean i, I like it. it it's got a good coverage too when when you spray it out of the bottle um so it's 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 been working great so far i like it well, look cleaning windows is probably 80 percent technique you know maybe 20 percent product but yeah if you're just pushing dirt around you're not doing anything but and that's where i give auto fiber a lot of credit for their towels and Ian and i talk mm -hmm. all the time <clears throat> and the cool thing about auto fiber is we we launch a product the same time we're making, we're making a product, he's trying to make something that goes with it. Right. right? Now, the No Street Freak was around before Breeze, obviously. It was around before even our brand was around. Yeah. But I tested probably six or seven different glass towels, and I'm like, well, I feel like this is, is it's almost effortless, right? It's effortless. So with everything that ADG, everything that we make, we think less should be more, and less is more. Yeah, yeah. No, because, again, I think I asked you a while back, um because it just comes in the the 16 ounce bottle or whatever and i asked you about gallons and you're like <laughs> like you know what do you need a gallon for and and here i am like well you know i mean you use a lot for but again because it doesn't have that alcohol or ammonia to evaporate so out so fast you're not having to spray and load up the window with as much chemical and in the probably what uh, whenever that was uh, um um thanksgiving you know so three weeks that i've been using it i mean should i probably have used it on you know dozen cars or more and it doesn't even seem like that you know i've used that much um out of a bottle not much at all i've had a lot of people reach out and like are you going to make that in a gallon size i'm like guys you got wipe out you got fusion you guys already know how to dilute right i don't expect you to buy breeze and use it every day in your detail shop yeah <clears throat> as a product brand you know you have to understand that you're you're appealing to professionals, high volume shops, maybe dealerships, guys that clean their car every week, guys that clean their car every six months. 
So we want to appeal to all these markets. And the best way we can do that is number one, say, well, we got a couple of products on the market, fusion wipeout for our, our high volume guys. You know how to do the yeah. pollution ratio to clean windows. It's a proven method right? for the guys that, you know, that do uh, more of the high end, maybe a few cars breeze is perfect. And then sell to your customers. So if the customer says, man, you know, I'm looking for a great glass there. You don't need to go back to the back of your shop and mix up a bunch of stuff and hand them a blank bottle with no label on it. The best thing to do is buy a case of breeze or, or whatever we're doing. Customer wants to buy a bottle of glass cleaner. Say, Hey, you know, and guys should be doing this anyway. Let me, let me solve one of your problems for you. You can do right. this. Yeah, exactly. So when you mentioned about how, you know, you, you and Ian try to work hand in hand with developing things. So was that, um, tire applicator, um, a yep. product of that? It is. Yeah. That's one of them. Um, so with, with everything, so there's, there's three, really there's three different, um, things that come into play when you're using a product, it's the product itself, the surface you're going to apply it to and the media in which you're going to use to apply it. So for instance, unity, uh, will will look different on different rubber compounds right so right. michelin makes how many different types of tires right? michelin rubber company itself probably right. makes 10 or 12 different compounds of rubber <clears throat> so it's going to play different and so we produce a product and we test it on the things we tested on and so so we go to ian we're like well how can so we're charging i think our our think unity is like 19.99 for the 16 ounce bottle which, which is a good deal, but what if I can make it an even better deal and you buy an applicator that has the saver material in it? So, Alex, that, that applicator I sent you has the saver material in it. Right. So your money's not getting soaked up in the sponge. Your money's staying on the surface. Your money's right. working for you. So through the chemical and through the media in which you apply the chemical, everything's on the surface, right? All the yeah. cars are on the table. We're going to apply everything on the surface. We're not losing anything. That way, if you have to come back and apply maybe a second coat, your money, your money is going on the tire, right? But your money is going on the tire, not in the right. sponge. Yeah. Oh, was, was, it was a nice um, applicator pad, actually. I, I like it. I enjoyed it. Amen. Yeah, no, that's nice. It's, it's you got, got the a, first one. You actually got the first one. Oh, thank you. It, it's, it's good. So I haven't done it on, I haven't used it on a, like a truck or anything yet. Um because I've only used it on um, the two coding cars I've done so far um, because of you have to let it sit for it has to sit for 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I would let it sit for about it's it's pretty quick flash time, but I would let it sit because, well, so the Internet comes back into play. Right. I would say, yeah. Alex, put it on there, touch it, whatever it's good. It's not transferring to your hand, drive the vehicle. Right. Well, the Internet comes into play. And I said, well, Billy, Billy's tire dressing slings all over the place. Yeah. You know, and that, if you and that apply was the thing. I didn't, McDonald's drive-thru is going to sling. Right, and so I didn't really want to use it on a lot of like my monthly clients' cars that I see on a weekly basis because again, I'm doing the cars, I'm out or they're out, you know. So I I put it on the uh, the two coding cars I've done so far because then I'll do it after I've coded the car and let it cure overnight, um, yeah. you know, with with the the coating. So so far I've only done it on low profile tires, but that that applicator is perfect size it um, is you know for for at least a low profile tire like i said i haven't done a, a bigger tire yet or anything like that so 
Um, we'll see how that goes. Well, well, the thing about it is opposed to foam. And I, I'm not anti-foam. I think foam is a great applicator too. But the great thing about that, when you get to like knobbier tires or taller sidewall tires, you can really rub it into the grooves. Yeah. Without cheese grating, you know, your right. foam on your tire you know, applicator. Right, exactly. If you do a mud tire with a, a foam applicator, it's done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the one thing, cause I, I'm, I, I get laughed at all the time, but they work great for me is those, um, um, paint edgers, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, the, the uh, yeah, those work great for tires. But again, if you're doing a big knobby tire or something like that, it chews it up and, and tears it more. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how this works, you know, more on something like that. So I appreciate and that it. might not that might not be our final tire product. I'll just tell you that don't be surprised if you see something else come out at some point with a sprayable version. Oh, that's cool. Mm. You know, cool. so you there know, was one thing I wanted to talk about. There's and, Jason. I was wondering where he went. Yeah, I, yeah, I was letting y'all, you know, chat it he's, up. And, he's quiet. Know, he got shot. I just listening. I shot. Hey, he's on, he's, 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 used on he's used on Marty's podcast sitting in the corner by himself. Let Marty do all the talking. <laughs> nah, man. So well, the one thing talking to talk about in the industry, especially you know, with uh, where Billy is within the industry as well, and and coming from a military background is is leadership. Uh, like, what makes a leader in our industry? You know, is it is it being authentic, transparent, leading by example, honesty? Is it leading by fear, or by being fake, like saying? you know, something that one of people hear, empty words, pretending to be someone you're not, uh, or is it, you know, doing cool cars or, or showing off, or does it, does being, doing the job right correctly with the knowledge that you have and still continuing to be a student of your craft? Like what, what do you consider uh, make somebody a leader in, in our industry? Is that me or Alex? Both of y'all can answer that question. I mean, Billy, you could take the floor. I mean, well, so it, a leader really, you know, a leader, the thing about leadership is it's a calling or it's not. I don't think you can really train a leader. You can train a manager, but I don't think you can really chain, train a leader. Right. If you look at wolves, you know, you get a pack dog. So, But here's the thing. Everybody wants to be a, a lead. And I say this in quotations. Everybody wants to be a leader in, in our industry. I mean, you see it constantly. Like I gave the examples, like, you know, somebody could just do a cool car or, you know, say what people want to hear. And they're like, oh, they're going to dub him a leader. But is he really or she really a leader? Right. I mean, I want to be a movie star, too. You know, I want to start with Mark Wahlberg or something. And I think I do a good <laughs> job on YouTube videos, but Hollywood hasn't called yet. <laughs> so I think I think a lot of it is inserting yourself and then seeing what the reception is, you know, and, and I can. I don't want to cut anybody else's time out, but I can go a long time on that topic because you'll find out if, if you're leading and you look behind and nobody's following, you're not leading. You're simply wondering. Mm, right. I think it's, uh, <clears throat> I think it's the people that are, that are selfless, you know, um, I'd like to get through one podcast without ever mentioning his name, but you know, Aaron Knox is, is that <laughs> You know, I mean, in a sense for me, because Who is yeah. he's not out there like waving the flag and pounding Who his chest. Who? Who is he? What's the name again? 
the you know Aaron Knox, that that guy up there in in, in Georgia or whatever. Um, I'll look, I'll look the redhead up. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look him up. Look him up. He's, oh, okay. he's look kind, him kind up. of famous. Yeah, yeah. I've, but I've but again, he's before. you know he's not waving a flag or pounding on his chest, but mm. you know that guy's there if you ever need him. Um, you know, my post today on on the Pain Assassin group wasn't meant to wasn't meant to you know a, or point fun or, or or pick at anybody who is who is thanking a, a company for making them successful. <laughs> I just went the absolute opposite way. I went to somebody who I look up to for advice who's been there to, you know, give me, you know, knowledge and tell me, you know, little things to do here and there that even the littlest thing has changed my income intake, you know, or to grab me by the shoulders and say, quit looking over here, you need to be over here and then push me in that direction. That's, that's what he's done. So for me, somebody who's a leader is, is somebody like an Aaron Knox, somebody who's selfless, and is doing it because they want to help other people, not because they're trying to get clout, not because they're trying to be detailer famous, um, you know, not not because they want to have the big sign that says, "Look at me, I'm cool." Um, so that's that's who I think a leader is, or what a leader is in this industry. You said uncut, right? We're raw, right? Oh yeah. yeah, and and there's no time limit on this, and I mean, you know, it doesn't have to drag out all night long. But this isn't this is a fun one. This is a bonus episode, so we just kind of go till people are tired of talking, I guess. Leadership is something that if you have it, you'll know it, right? If, if, like, so if I'm LeBron James, I, I'm really good at basketball. You kind of know it. You don't have to broadcast to the world that I'm really good at putting a ball in a hoop. It just kind of happens that way. Leadership is that way also. And I think if you have it, then you know you have it. At the same time, you know the demands that come along with that. So what happens is a lot of people want to be attention seekers. I want attention for whatever fucking reason. I want attention. I just want somebody to look at me. I want to feel good about myself. Leadership is not about that. Leadership is about charity. It's about giving. It's about leading and not expecting anything in return. Leadership demands of you to, to fucking on days when you don't feel like doing shit, to pull something out of your ass that's fucking meaningful that yep. somebody can get something out of, not to make yourself look good. I don't give a fuck how many likes I get, hearts or whatever. I'm rarely even on Facebook. But that's what leadership is. It's about giving up yourself to help somebody else. Noxie is a good example of that. And several years ago, you know, I was down there. We've had many, many talks about this, but I think it's something that's organic. It's not something you wake up one day and be like, I think I'm going to act like a fucking leader today. Right. I'm not saying people can't transform and grow into leaders it's just something that you you either realize you have it or you don't and leadership is a lot like drugs alcohol money firearms you have a very powerful weapon in your hand that can be used in a positive way or a negative way if you're a exactly. dick bag and use it in the wrong way you're not a fucking leader right right that's There's perfect that you said that uh you know people who seek attention and, and want to be in the limelight aren't leadership because that's one of the things I wanted to touch upon today was, you know, good, doing good deeds. You see a lot of people who do good stuff and, you know, want to post about it and, and basically brag about them doing good for somebody else and kind of taken away from the fact that you actually did something good. 
it's right. like you know good deeds they don't need an audience you know you don't need to publicize it oh exactly i mean if you're if you're doing a good deed just so you can go and post about it on it's Facebook not a good later, deed. it's not a good deed i mean you're 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 selflessly promoting yourself for doing something that you know you you thought was benefiting somebody else but you're trying but you're using it for your own mm -hmm. um so yeah you're right well if you look at leadership on its face leadership what is the definition of leadership i'm, I'm leading somebody okay how can you whether you lead a company uh, a battalion or your family okay how do you lead well i lead through experience okay and what a lot of leaders probably won't tell you and some will i guess but leadership is a humiliating experience it's a humble because you've, you've screwed up, you've messed up. And you're mm -hmm. man enough to say, you know what? I, I fucked up here, but I right. did this right. And so I want to show you, if I take a bad thing and a good thing and I merge them together, out of that comes wisdom, comes knowledge. Right. Yep. You pass that on. So a good leader, I think a good leader is not an attention seeker for that very reason. Is He's been kicked in the balls. He's been punched in the face. He's been brought to his knees to the point of humility that says, you know what? I understand this is something that's bigger than me. You know, and it's something you pass on in an effort to watch others succeed. Rennie said this a while back. Rennie said, you know, I've climbed the mountain. I'm on the mountain. The thing that I enjoy most now is watching other people climb the mountain. I think a good leader is a leader that sits back and looks where he's at, whether he's at the top or still climbing the damn mountain. But a good leader looks over at the other mountain and says, look at Jason over there. Fuck yeah, dude. Rock on, brother. I'm hungry. Right. I'm hungry, too. I'm cold. Fuck, I'm cold, too. Let's rock. I think that's what a leader does. No, that's awesome. I mean, I, I think you're, I think you're spot on with it. Um, on that. What else you got, Jason? I know you got a whole laundry list of stuff you want to talk about. I do. This meeting no longer has a time limit. Oh, thanks, Alex. Do what? I don't know. I just got a notification that said this meeting no longer has a time limit. Oh, cool. I don't yeah, know. I, no shit, right? I didn't get that yeah. message. So that's got, awesome. I, oh, you can't see you can't see my notebook because oh there it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my notebook. I take yeah. notes, man. That's good. Like I keep my train of thought. I mean, if I, I, I can't remember shit, dude. Like I got TBI, bro. Like I can't remember hey, shit. Hey, that's that's okay. You keep writing this down because I'm recording it. I'll just go back and listen to it whenever. <laughs> um, I guess like the other thing I wanted to talk about is, is like detailers posting how much they spent on, on products. Like, you know, when you see somebody post on social media, like they have a plethora of products and they're like, Oh, look at, look at, look at this. Look how much money I spent. Right. Like why, <laughs> what the fuck is the point of flexing that? I don't know, man. You got me. I don't do it. <laughs> I, I hey. don't understand it. Hey, like, I'm glad you got your products, bro. I'm glad you got the money to spend on it. But, you know, yeah. why are you telling everybody? I know I spent $1,000 on all my products. Well, good for you, man. I'm glad. Right. Usually if, usually if I'm taking a picture of a product and putting it on, it's, it's, it's not – it's just one thing, right? Like well, if, all right. So getting stuff for free is different. Like well, no, 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 I know Billy – I know right, Billy sent you stuff because you know he he had a little mishap with the buckets. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, quality, quality, right. I, 
Hey, I hope you took that quality control person out back and whooped his, whooped his ass, Billy. <laughs> I take it every day. I take it every day in more ways no, but, than you guys know. I take a pounding. Right, but I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking like like if I if I order whatever and I'm going to take a picture of it, post it, I'm doing it because either one, I'm going to say, hey, has anybody tried this? I just right, wondered right, what's right. the best way to do it. Or, hey, guys, this is awesome. If you're not using it, you should try it. Um so yeah, other than that, I don't I don't know why people do that. I mean, I, let, let me let me jump in, guys. I hate to cut you off, but I, I was ah, that guy, ahead. dude. I, I'm sure I got pictures somewhere, but I had the entire Pinnacle line, I had the entire Wolfgang line, I had the entire Blackfire line. You can ask my wife. Yeah, you know, I, I got I still got a, a jar. Of, I think it was like two hundred and seventy five dollars of Ezyme paste wax from Chemical Guys. I still got it. So I, I had bought all this stuff. This is after I knew better. But right. I went from doing it, you know, real time to I discovered the internet. And I'm like, oh, maybe I was wrong all these years. And I bought all this shit. And I'm like, man, and I, and like I would tell my dealer, like, I got this pinnacle wax. It's $100 a jar. And they're like, you shouldn't spend that kind of money. I'm like, no, nah, but I got this wax, you know. And I was already that guy. That's why, I like, from a product manufacturing standpoint, I can see things so many different ways because I was the, the, the in the trenches kind of dude. That I discovered the internet and I bought all the shit they told me to buy. Right. Then I became a product manufacturer to realize how damn dumb I was for doing all that. Not that guys that do that are dumb. You have to understand from, from where we stand now, you know, you look out there again with, with ADG products that we launch. Well, how come you didn't make that in a gallon? Because we realize some guys want to buy a product. They don't want to buy a gallon. They want to buy a product. Right. And, and, and so hopefully through time that we're able to negate a lot of that, like you don't need to buy all this bullshit. But if it makes you feel better, you know, whatever. But at the same time, I got like nine 1911s. Somebody be like, <laughs> why you need nine World War II guns? So, you know, so I, I get it. I understand. I mean, I have. I, I have listen, listen, man, I, I get posting all the guns and shit. I'm a gun fanatic myself. I mean, come on, man. I, I you know. I don't want to know. I don't want anybody else to know what kind of armory I have in my house. If they're gonna know, they're gonna fucking know. Right. One thing I, I got left is a John boat and a couple of fishing rods with no hooks on them. I lost everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I've said and I've said this before on the podcast, so it's it's not gonna offend anybody. But I'm not that guy that's gotta have, you know, eighteen compounds that that are all going to do for the most part the same the same cut i have maybe three or four that i like of various cuts um and, that, and that's pretty much it you know and, and if something new comes out um i'm not really buying it until one of my other ones is done for because then what happens is i buy one and i like it so much and then i stop using the other ones and then they just sit. So, um, I know you wouldn't buy my shit. I'm like, it's good stuff, Alex. And he's like, I'm just not sure, Billy. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's fucking good, dude. I don't know, Billy. <laughs> so I can testify to that. Listen, I listen. can testify to that too. And at times I went to his shop and I'm like, man, you got to try this. You got to try that. Yeah. He goes, well, I got this stuff to go through. And I'm like, all right, I understand. I this, too. You'll like it, man. Yeah, and he but, hey, listen, up I. I've, I've picked up the ADG line now, you know, I mean, if for the stuff that I need, um, yep. you know, again, I, you know, I'm not going to buy something I don't need. 
Um, but I've got the stuff that I, that I, that I need. And, and I'll, and I'll tell you what it was really. And um, I think what kind of pushed me over the edge for it was actually meeting you, you know, Billy at SEMA. Um, you know, I mean, I, I knew you were different than, you know, the faceless, you know, distributors or, or, or not even distributors. The, They've the, been telling me that since kindergarten, brother. The faceless, you know, companies, so to speak. But, you know, meeting you at, at SEMA and hanging out with you and, and, you know, being able to ask you like, okay, Billy, but like, what's the difference, you know, and you were like, oh, you know, well, you know, Wipeout is this and that and that and that and that, you know, like an F-bomb does this, this and this, and, you know, like, and that's the light switch I needed, really. And that's kind of how I am with things. Like, I need somebody that's going to, you know, kind of give me the 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 ins and outs and the whys versus like oh it's badass you got to use it you know kind of thing um yeah i don't bro i don't want your money i want your loyalty no and, and i'll tell you what i mean that that that's what gained it from for me was you know you taking that time to to sit down and talk to me at um a certain detailer's party in las vegas and you know, not only that, <laughs> but not only that, but you took your, your ADG rubber band bracelet off and like put it on me and you're like, you know, here, you're part of the family now, whatever. And I, and I've still got it. Like it, it's on my, it's on my shifter, my car, you know? Um, Cause I don't wear those things all the time. Um, but, but it's there for me to put on. Um, so, you know, like little things like that was like all right i you know all my rinseless stuff is going to be you know adg all my you know multi-purpose degrees or whatever you're going to call it, it's going to be f-bomb you know you know you come out with the glass cleaner nobody else glass cleaners working so hey let's give billy shit a try and see how it works it works awesome okay i'm hooked you know the tire dressing i'm hooked you know the un um the uh the valor so far like it's good like i'm hooked so like it's, you know, the little things like that, that, that you did for me, um, has, has made me, you know, Hey, whatever Billy puts out, I'm going to buy it and try it. You know, if you put out your own stripper, scent. I'm still waiting for shock or aftershock or whatever the fuck he called it. Like two years shock ago. and all we're still, we're, yeah, it, it's coming. What's that? What's that one? Compound. Our compound and polish. Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you run a car down. First, like talked about it. Sometimes you run a car 150 mile an hour down the road, and the road ends, and you're not ready for the road to end. You hit a wall, and and it happens. Guys, I talk about this sometimes in the group. Like you know, you'll see our successes, but I promise you, we we have more failures than successes. Yeah, Michael Jordan missed more shots than he made. Oh, it's just the ones he made they got got on camera. You know, so right. But, but back to that, you know, like, I think uh, what I've tried to do with ADG is have a connection with the people. If it wasn't for the auto detailing industry, I'd probably be in prison. You know, it was just a, it was a rough time. And, and my younger, it was really, really rough. And the one thing that, you know, and I think guys can relate, my mind moves so fast, so fast. And idle mind is the devil's playground. If I don't have something to do, something else is going to fill that void. Right. Well, many, many years ago, auto detailing was the one thing that that filled that void for me, that kept my brain entertained with positive things. Mm -hmm. So 
like even with the brand now, it's my loyalty is with our detailers. And we have a very strong following, a lot of loyalty there. Yeah. And that, that's what we put into our chemicals. I still work a full-time job. I still work 40, 50 hours a week and run AEG. My wife still works 50 hours a week. You know, we, we work our asses off and we could have done like a lot of other people and just put a bunch of bullshit out there with a label on it. And like, well, that's a cool name. I think I'll buy it. But to me, yeah, I think we'll build that over time because my loyalty lies with the people who are going through perhaps maybe the same thing I went through 20 years ago. Right, exactly. And that's and that's the thing that I think is cool about your brand, too, is, you know, you you say it over and over and over again. I mean, you said it, you know, a few times in, in just this conversation is is that you don't just rush something out just to say you have it. You know, you want to make sure that it's going to work and it's going to live up to what we as detailers expect of the ADG line. You know, um, you don't want to just throw something out watered down just because. So, you know, I, I think that's that's a, a great thing. And I think that's, you know, another reason why not only myself, but I think everybody else is so loyal to you and, and uses the products. Well, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. It really does is that, you know, attention, like a lot of people want to create a, a shiny object so you can look at it right now. They have no vision 10, 20 years from now. Right. So I would perhaps, you know, I think I would rather give you a tool that you can use now, a multi-useful tool that you can use for now. And then later on, because what you see right now is a 10th of, of the vision that I have. Right. This is going to be a big company one day. It's going to be a huge brand one day. I know that because we have the passion that people we work with have the same passion. Right. Some guys will, will gas out. They'll run out of gas. And I've seen that. I teach detailers in our classes. I'm like, look, stay off the internet. The reason I want you to stay off the internet is you're going to see somebody coming into the industry like full bore. He might, you know, inherit $20,000 from his grand, you know, grandpa's will or something like that, buy a bunch of cool shit, 18 months, maybe six years. He's washed out. He's gone. Right. I'm not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere because you can't draw a line in the sand and say, detailers, I'm here for you. I've been where you are. I understand. And I build my products around solutions that you run in, you know, problems that you run into every day. You can't do that and then just go away. So we have a long, long term. We're not going any damn where. So I'm looking 20 years down the road, not six months down the road. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. What else you got, Jason? Or Billy, you got anything? What do you want to talk about? Man. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess just that, but, uh, Man, I mean, if you guys want to get into it, but, you know, I, I lost my dad. I lost my dad last week. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear uh, that. You know, yeah, no, no, that's good. But uh, I lost my dad last week. And, and a good friend of mine here locally, a multimillionaire, he's one of my mentors, he told me, he's like, Billy, you're not going to understand what life really is until you lose your parents. And, and there are a lot of people out there that are going to be like, man, I lost. I've never experienced that until now. Yeah. So I just want to be clear that my mom and dad are both still alive. I don't have a relationship with my dad. My lad, my dad lives 10 minutes away. My dad actually stopped by uh, last week after my uncle passed and, and, you know, wanted to talk to me. We just don't have that connection. He's not a bad right. guy. He's a great guy. We have nothing in common. We're nothing alike. It just doesn't work. My mom is, it, it's been a 20 year, strange relationship with her. So my uncle was like my father. 
Right. And um, so my mentor turned out to be right. So I, I lost, you know, I lost my, I lost my, my dad for, you know, like if things went wrong in marriage and life and business, I knew I could pick up that phone. I had that ace. I always had that ace. Right. And I lost that ace and, and going down there and going through all that, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't go down there and just like pity the whole time. I thought, why does this happen? How does this work? You know, like all of us do when we, mentally take something apart and the one thing i took away and i made some posts about it so i won't waste a bunch of time in the podcast but he was a really great man to to hundreds maybe thousands of people yeah and so if there's one thing i could take away is you know people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care they don't give a damn how much you know show them how much you care and so that's the one thing i took away i felt like i grew up a lot in the last eight days went through some, you know, pretty difficult time. And, um, but when I come out of the dark, when I come out of the cloud, I feel like I'm more confident than I've ever been before about where we want to go as a company, where we want to go as a brand and the way I feel about our customers. And I want that to be indisputable. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's good takeaway from something like that, you know, from a, um, tragedy, so to speak, to come out and, and, have that clarity like you know you know what you're doing almost like you you know i'm guessing it's almost kind of like you feel like he's there helping you still guide you well i mean alex as an entrepreneur you know back to being the leadership thing as an entrepreneur again you miss more shots than you make you're going to miss more than you make so what you have to do is take the positives of the city so you there's a saying that goes you either win or you learn yeah you you don't win or lose you either win or you learn you win or you learn so I think as entrepreneurs, as leaders, we're going to go through a lot of difficulties in business and life, but you either win or you learn. And if something doesn't go your way, you learn from it. Beth and I will have a bad day at work and we'll text back and forth, but like, it's a, it's a, it's a test. It's a test. We know it's a test. It's a test. Right. Why is it a test? It's a test because we're going to face something like this further down the road. So we're not losing today. We're learning today. Right. Right. Exactly. Some days we, we come home, we got orders, you know, going bonkers and everything is going great. And Michael Jordan said it best when I asked him about losing, losing a game. He's like, well, if I can handle the wins and the success the way I do, then I can sure enough handle the losses. And so being an entrepreneur, being a leader in any aspect, anybody's listening to this podcast, whatever realm that you work within, you understand that, that there's wins and losses, but those losses are not losses. They're learning lessons. There's wins and learning lessons. It's all in how you look at something. Let me give you an example. If we're all out, like all three of us right now, riding mountain bikes, right? And and you and I are in cool clothes, and, and let's just say Jason's in speedos, right? But we're out, we're out riding mountain bikes. It sucks. Our legs burn. We're gonna ride six miles. Our legs burn. Everything hurts. You know, and we can, we can think like, damn, we still got five miles to go. We still got five miles to go. And, and when you look at it from a 30,000 foot view, it looks a lot harder. We still got five miles to go. My legs hurt. I'm thirsty. This sucks. But if you look at it as one pedal at a time, one stroke, one yeah. foot in front of the other, I don't care how long. Right now, I'm in the moment right now, and I'm going to clear the next visual path, what I can see, and put one foot in front of the other. Once you learn to do that in life and block out the 30,000 foot view in that perspective, you start to realize that life isn't nearly as hard as you think it is. It's just a learning 
you know, it's a, it's a learning lesson one step at a time. And then it's not so bad. Your mind will fuck with you. Don't let your mind fuck with you. Oh yeah, definitely. So what else, Jason? What else you got? I gotta, I gotta ask him and I probably already know the fucking answer, but is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It is. I think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I like Die Hard. <laughs> I love yes. Die Hard. I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's a great fucking movie. Bruce Willis, action hero right there. Uh, Bruce but Willis I is don't a great think American. it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> At all. As long as I know, I'm like, probably the only person in the universe. I'm going to start a fucking Facebook group called Die Hard's Die Hard's Die Hard's Die Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. I mean, fuck, what are, man. What are, the, what are the three questions you have to answer to get approval from the admins for it? <laughs> I don't even right. know. <laughs> right. What state do you live in? California. You're out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would say they're probably in. They probably don't think it's a Christmas movie either. They're like, it's an America thing. You wouldn't understand. I'm not, I guess I'm not American anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. It's, it's, it's got a Christmas theme to it. Makes it a Christmas movie. I like no, it. Yeah, I like it's it. an action movie. It has an action theme. The underlying plot is it takes place during Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. The underlying plot is that he is a cop trying to catch a bad guy. Yeah. It's just a remake of Beverly a Hills terrorist. Cop. It's just a remake of Beverly Hills Cop. In a way, yeah. In a way. I can see that. It's hard to beat Axel Foley. I know, right? It is. I mean, dude, they're gonna aren't they coming out with another one? Yes, supposedly. I don't know. They were supposed to do a TV show with his son, and then he was gonna make like some cameos or whatever. No, that's stupid, man. You can't replace Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be a younger version, so it was gonna be Eddie Murphy's son, and then Eddie Murphy would just pop in as Axel Foley here and there. No, man, that's like doing the first Prince of Bel Air and having Will Smith's son. That's gay. Hollywood's out of ideas. Seriously. <laughs> Disney's not out of ideas, I'll tell you that. No. No, they're just dry, running everything into the ground for the most part. Whatever, I'm still entertained. <laughs> yeah, I am too. So. All right, what, what else we got? What else? Well, how many snakes you got now, Billy? Snakes? I got 25. 25? All in this room right here. Yeah. I'm looking oh, at two right wow. here. Yeah. Dude. Haley, Haley, saw that, Haley saw that video today of the Indian guy grabbing snakes and the cobra goes to bite him and smacks him on the head. Smacks him on the head. <laughs> That's yeah. dope, ain't it? Yeah. I told I told her, I was like, I was like, my buddy's got a like 14 snake, because I thought you only had 14. I think last time we talked, you didn't have 25, did you? It grows by the week. Yeah. I was like, my buddy's got a bunch of snakes. I'm pretty sure he smacked them on the head. She goes, no, dad, this was a cobra. I was like, oh, that's that's the, the Indian guy that I always see. Oh, dude, it's so a monocle like cobra. Of, I'd love to have a cobra. Boas and pythons, or do you have any, like, venomous? Or do you want to get a venomous snake eventually? A copperhead right hey. there. Oh, you got a copperhead? Okay. Yeah, nice. pennies right there. And you handle that one? Uh, well, I handle him with a hook. So I'll tell right. him and hold him with a hook, yeah. Jesus, man, you can start mini a whole pearl, mini pearl. show on your own. I'll show you Mini Pearl real quick. Dude, he could literally start a show on YouTube about his snakes. Probably. Look, here's Mini Pearl. It's my baby. 
That's oh, pretty cool. Eight hundred and fifty bucks. Damn. But she can make five thousand dollar babies. Oh, nice. really? Yeah. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there, there's a whole, believe it or not, there's a whole business in this stuff. And she's a sweetheart. Oh, I mean, I think we've one. all watched Tiger King. So you like you like the Snake King. I'm like a Snake <laughs> Yeah, to some degree. So I'll come in here, and man, I'll come in here when I'm stressed out. And I'll interact with some of them. Yeah, like some of them are, are good. Some of them are kind of nasty. Like I got Carol Baskin over here. Um, I, and they calm no. me down. Yeah. Is that the real name of that snake? Yeah, her name's Carol. That's fucking hilarious. She's hateful. Let me see if I can get her out. No, no. What, kind of, snake? Really what kind of snake is she? She's a ball python, but she's a spider, oh. fire, vanilla, orange, green. So she has all kinds of genes in her. Oh, nice. Mm. Come here, baby. What are you doing? Yeah, she hates me. Come here. Carol Baskin. Oh, wow. <laughs> I only live like 10 minutes from that lady. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell her she's famous now. But yeah, so Carol, she's a good snake. She's beautiful. I mean, but she doesn't like people. She doesn't like me. She seems she to be hisses. doing all right right now. I've worked with her a lot, dude. When I first got her, she would strike at me all the damn time. Oh, wow. Go watch, watch. Yep. Oh, uh, yep. Yep. She's not like the rest of them. All my rest of them are, they're pretty laid back, but no, nah, she's not. She's just like, don't look at, let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's jerking her head back quick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, baby. I always wanted to get a, um, what are those, uh, a bearded dragon, man. Pudding. Man, Beard that's, what Haley, cool. that's what Haley wants. Really? It's pudding. Yeah. Oh, that one's nice. He's what they call banana pied. So he's white. He's got the yellow and he's got the black speckles in there. Nice. So he, he's going to make me some nice babies too one day, aren't you? So nice. But yeah, snakes, we got them. So are you you planning on breeding them at all? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bring him. Um, Told you he's gonna be the snake king. He's gonna yeah. be on the fucking news. You guys wouldn't believe the business. Like the guy that I get all my snakes from, and I buy, you know, on the higher tier of, of quality of snakes. That's why I only have 25. But um, the guy I get my stuff from, like he's like top tier. But so we plan on producing some top tier babies, and you wouldn't believe the snake industry. I mean, you just wouldn't believe the people. I got an albino right here. Come here, dude. That one probably bringing some cash. Little baby albino. He's pretty chill too. Yeah. But yeah, so we we are. Um, I, it's going to be a couple of years before he's ready, but I'll have some ready. Hopefully next year, and then I'll have a whole bunch. So we'll grow from twenty five to probably one hundred and twenty five in the next Ooh. eighteen months. Now, do you? Are you going to breed the snakes that you have now, or do you bring in another? Okay. No, no, no. I think I'm pretty well done, but I'm going to breed these guys. So they'll lay a clutch of six. So if I've got 25, do 25 times six. Well, not even really. I just do 12 times six. So, I mean, you know, if I have, 
well, if I have 10 of them, that lay a clutch of six, that's 60 on top of what I already have. So we go from 25 to 85 overnight. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. You should buy one. Nah. I don't think my wife would let me. I'm still trying to convince her to let me have a bearded dragon. They're like builder dragons, but nicer. Haley, Haley's I got a snake. She won't let me have a snake. <laughs> Haley's got a tree frog, and that's about about it. She doesn't even, yeah, not even not even really. Michelle take wouldn't let you have a snake in the house. No, she didn't even want Haley to have the tree frog in the house. The loophole we got around the tree frog was Haley. Haley did two two tadpoles. And then once they turned in the frogs, put them in separate containers, fed one crickets and one mealworms for her science fair project. And did one die? Yeah, one died. <laughs> and that's how you kept the other one? That's how we kept the other one. So obviously, mealworms keep frogs alive. Crickets, not so much. Really? Yeah. Or at least in, in the case of our two tree frogs. Oh. Yeah, she's she's got it in a little like a little fish tank or a little critter cage I'm just not little it's probably a 10 gallon in her room got some sticks and stuff to climb on and a little water bowl and yeah well, Billy you coming to MTE I think it's cancelled I haven't yeah. got a notification yet if it's not canceled, yeah, we'll be there. But everybody I've talked to, they're like, yeah, I think it's going to get canceled. But, but who would you talk to? I, I do have people calling me from MTE yeah. asking me if I'm still going. So I, I know IGL's not going. I talked to Joel the other yeah, day. Yeah, they're not like, going. Nah, yeah, we're out. But, I mean, if, if it goes live, I'll go down there. If we don't do anything else but hang out in Florida, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just need a reason to hang out. Well, yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Seriously, Marty, we need Marty a reason. Had, Marty had the, uh, I forget the guy's name, the guy who runs MTE on. He yeah, was on Vegas. here. Huh? He, the guy from Vegas. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's he, he runs both of them, but he was yeah, here. He was down here in Orlando staying at the Palms. Yeah, yeah, because he was checking it out and making sure everything was good. And they, they told him, yeah, everything's, we're still ready to rock and roll. So, I mean. Sure, Marty did. Listen, I, I hope, I hope it's <laughs> there because. I honestly had a good time at MTE this year. Um, not so much with the companies that were there. So, you know, for me, you know, obviously you want the companies there, it brings the people, but the I networked more there than I ever yeah. have any other MTE um, this year. So for me, it's it's not necessarily who's coming as a company, it's who's coming as a detailer friend or somebody to hang out with and network and shoot the shit with kind of thing. Um, yeah. Well, when you had a t-shirt like the one you had on, it's kind of hard to avoid. You're like, oh, hey. Oh, well, I know. Yep. I know. The one the one this year might just might top it, too. So. I mean, Noxie and I are friends, and I ain't never rode a unicorn with him, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Pegasus, but, you know, whatever, tomato, tomato. Have you ever played volleyball with him? Uh, I think we did. There might be a, a T-shirt, or, or I'm sorry, oops, oops, I'm sorry, a picture of it somewhere. Little, uh, little. I think it was on the beach, too. Yeah. Yeah. In California. Po yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, I invited him to a two-on-two on Mars. So we got to get with Elon make sure the rocket's still good to go. But I think it's good. That thing exploded, yo. Did you see that shit land? No. That shit was crazy. No, I didn't see it. It exploded? Yeah, it, it was it was going down like ease, and then it landed, and then boom! I was like, oh, shit. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. At least it was on the landing and not on the takeoff. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, nobody was in it. It's an unmanned craft. Right. But, I mean, it was cool to see a ship land right side up and not, like, on wheels. That was crazy. It was coming down ver- uh, hor- horizontal, I guess, and then it just switched to vertical and just landed. And once it hit the pad, it, it, ex- it exploded. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. But, man, Elon Musk doing some crazy shit right now, man. Good for him, man, dude. He is. He's already got the prototype for the – for the ship that's gonna take uh, people to the to Mars in what like two years, three years, whatever. I saw Dude. I saw apparently they, there was a picture somewhere um, with him standing in front of the ship that's supposed to take people to Mars. Yeah, but like, are they just gonna fly to Mars and turn around? I have no idea. They, I think they got a Seven Eleven or something. They're gonna stop by there and yeah, as long as they got a Walmart, I'm good. And pick up some papers and come back. Yeah. Get some rock samples. Get some rock samples. That's yeah, we're gonna grow some grow some potatoes with their own shit. Oh my god, that was a great movie. <laughs> I, I was got hoping, that. Reference. I was hoping one of you. I was hoping one I of you. One. Well, see, I'm a movie buff, so I understand those type of things, you know. So gotcha. I get. It. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, what else, man? We, we're at an Listen, hour. Like, Jason Billy, and I talked for Billy an hour. And a half. A, Billy is a big fan of. Five Finger Death Punch, and so am I, and I love that, dude. I would love to go to a concert with you, whenever the if it's in Kentucky or if it's here in Florida. I've already seen them live, and you've seen them live a bunch of times. This motherfucker been backstage with them. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I met Zoltan. I was in the green room with Zoltan. Um, Zoltan. So I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, fucking, you want some America shit, but so like. I don't know if you guys, big plug here, the, the, the uh, Real AF, Andy Priscilla, you know, the podcast, MFCEO, he has a, a Real AF podcast. And the other day he had a, a podcast and he had the leader of, uh, lead singer of Bad Wolves on there. Mm-hmm. Can't remember his name. So check it out, dude. So Zoltan is his manager, right? And he was talking about Zoltan. Zoltan's from Hungary. And he fled Hungary because of, well, a lot of the stuff you see going on here now, you know, the, the, the right. communism and all that stuff. And he's the most pro-America dude probably on the rock circuit. And one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in your entire life. So I'm a huge fan of Five Finger Death Punch. I like their music. I know some people make fun of them. I still like Nickelback, right? But I still like them too. But a lot of people make fun of Five Finger. But Five Finger, dude, they... uh they make they're a brand so people you know to make to make music or to make a product is one thing to make a brand is something else pen assassin brand adg brand you know alex russell brand five finger death punch brand it's a brand uh and what they've been able to do and how much he appreciates the freedom that he came to america for that guy is just he's a rock star but beyond a rock star he's an absolute rock star cool ass dude so do you know what they were called before they were Five Finger Death Punch? 
Oh, I think I did it one time. Motor grader? Motor grader. Yep. Yeah, I don't recall, but I, yeah, I might have heard that at some point, but yeah. It's kind of cool how they came together and, and going back to leadership, man, it, um, they got a lot of stuff that's really touched me, you know, and, and, and then Ivan, Ivan Moody even had his own struggles with alcohol he and all sure that did, shit. Man. He sure yeah, did, man. I mean, he sure did. He stepped out. Then again, the, the, uh, the lead singer of, um, Bad Wolves filled in for him. He came back, but Zoltan, again, Zoltan is the one that, that talked to Ivan and got his, Zoltan is the reason five fingers still together. You know, talk about leadership. And they're better than ever. As a matter of fact, like, no shit. Like, man, I got this weird thing going on. Like, music will pop in my head. My wife will text me every morning, like, what song is in your head? So, like, every day a song will be in my head, you know, whether it's Christian music or country music or whatever. And uh, during the time with, with my uncle, his passing, um, living the dream and uh, a little bit off today, there was two songs that I just couldn't get out of my head. In fact, I played them several times before we did this podcast today. I think there's a reason for that. I don't think, I don't think, you know, fucking things just happen. I think things happen for a reason. Right. And it's to get your head in the right space. But so, yeah, I think all that goes back to leadership. No, there's good. a band that you should check out. They're called state of mind. I think you would really like them. They're pro military and you know, everything like that. They got some good fucking songs and I think you would like them a lot. Well, let's check them out. Seven dust is another one. That's a Florida band. Seven dust is awesome too. Yeah. Uh, with the Five Finger Death Punch concert you went to, I don't know if it was the same one I was at, but they had Breaking Benjamin and Bad Wolves. Was that the same one? I think so, and I can give you guys a story on that deal if you want. Uh, we didn't get there till Five Finger was on the stage, and I mean, there's a story behind right. that. But I don't remember exactly who it was, but so we, we arrived in Vegas. It was actually the day we landed at SEMA for Vegas. And uh, so Travis McNutt and Rob Craven are, are a couple of my close friends. And so we land in Vegas. We get up with Justin Day, another real good friend of mine. And then we leave there. We roll over to the uh, fucking, what's it called? The uh, What's the hotel that's connected to the uh, the place? What's that hotel called? It used to be the Hilton. Now it's uh, not no, no, no. Else. No, it's connected to the convention center. I yeah, forgot yeah, what it's called. Yeah, it used, years ago, it used to be called the Hilton. Now okay. it's now it's I forget what it is now. Yeah, brain fart. That's what live video does. But so anyway, we meet up there, and 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 uh, Travis is like texting Zoltan. He's like, we might, and they're playing the same night. He's like, we might go to the show. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, let's do it. He's like, well, I don't know. So Travis is doing his thing. So my my wife and I and and Rob were at the Westgate. That's what it's called, the Westgate. We were over at the Westgate. And we're like having a couple of beers and having some food because we're starving. All of a sudden, Travis shows up. He's like, we got to go. We got to go now. We're like, all right, let's go. So Travis had got the Uber, paid Uber extra to wait so he could come inside and get us. Right. We all dive in a fucking Uber and head over to the Hard Rock. That's where the shit was. We go to the Hard Rock, and we're out there. And you can see, like, it's funny, dude, because I forgot the venue that's inside the Hard Rock. I forgot the name of it, where they do the concerts and shit. And so uh, we go up to the guards. And they're like, no, 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 no. And he's like, well, just hold on. So he, he's calling Zoltan. Well, Zoltan was like, call my bodyguard. Here's his number. And they're all looking at us like we're fanboys wanting in and, and ain't got a right. you know, snowball chance in hell. So Zoltan's bodyguard comes out. Like, this is like a Jackie Chan looking dude. The black coat, black suit. Bam, he opens up his jacket. He got some free tickets, some all-access passes. 
Nice. But we're like deuces to security, like deuces. Right, right. So we don't, we don't even go through the front. We go through the back. So he walks us through the green room all backstage. If you want to watch the show from here, he walks us all over the place. So literally, like most of the concert, we watch in the sound area, like the little square in the middle. Yeah. All access, you can go anywhere you want to. So we're all like in the sound area, in that little squared off space, watching the show. And then uh, as it started, you know, we knew it was going to end. We started heading backstage. We head backstage. No problems at all. But I'm going to tell you what, man, they got some bad dudes protecting them. Some bad dudes. You walk backstage, you look like a SF convention. <laughs> they got some bad dudes. And they probably don't even need bad dudes, you know, but because they're such cool ass people in person. But yeah, that's literally how it happened. And uh, oh, fuck, dude, what a hell of a night. And that was like a, we had a training the next day, but that was like two or three days before SEM actually kicked off. It was badass. Oh, that's, that's awesome, cool. dude. I'm so jealous. Seriously. Fuck, <laughs> it was cool as shit, dude. I think the coolest thing I've probably ever done was I met, um, wow, now I'm having a brain fart, the lead singer of Godsmack. Sully. Sully. Sully Erna, thank you. I don't know why yeah. I had a brain fart. And it was by accident. So when I was in Afghanistan, there's a radio station in Boston called WAF Rock. And the DJ, Mistress Carrie, cool chick, very cool chick. And she came over to Afghanistan to, like, meet the Boston guys, you know, because we had a whole unit from Boston there. Uh -huh. So I was in a, a red zone, so she really couldn't fly to where I was for us to meet her. And we didn't have the time to go and drive to where, you know, she was. So I got home, you know, back in the States. I emailed her. I said, hey, you know, I'm a huge fan of your show. I'm a huge fan of you. And I would really like to still meet you. I missed the opportunity while you were in Afghanistan. So she was like, oh, yeah, just come up to the radio station and blah, blah, blah. So I was super excited. And I, I show up like 30 minutes early. So I'm just sitting there. I go up to the receptionist, say, you know, I'm Jason Bruno. I have a meeting with Mr. Scary and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, all right, um, I'll, I'll let her know that you're here. And I was told, okay, she'll be right down and sit on the couch. I was just sitting on the couch in the lobby. And she comes down with this short little dude. I'm telling you, Sully Erna is short as hell, man. And I look up. She goes, do you know who this is? I was like, I sure do. <laughs> and I, I shook his hand and everything dude it was it was fucking amazing and um after that i just sat in with mrs carrie on a radio show which was also pretty damn cool to see how you know they they worked the the, the music or whatever yeah. the the sound thing they use you know whatever but yeah that was that was pretty cool it was probably one of my my happiest moments to meet somebody in in the rock industry that's awesome that's badass man yeah. Badass. Alex, you meet anybody famous? He met yeah. Alex. He woke up this morning and saw himself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I he said, met Knox. I, I, looked, I looked in the mirror and said, that guy is more famous than Aaron Knox. <laughs> I agree. No, no, I've, I've met a few. I mean, working at the car wash here, here in, you know, Sanford, Lake Mary area. Um, oh, yeah, because you got all the rich people out there, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean... Right. Dude, um, Chris Tucker, mm -hmm. um, couple of the voice uh, from NSYNC. Um, <laughs> dude, I met I met Mandy Moore when Mandy Moore first came out. Had her song called Candy. She came to the so car when wash Mandy Moore day. was Mandy Moore. Yeah, she uh, hey, she came hey. to the car wash with her dad. I'll be right back. Don't yeah, move. Yeah. yeah, I'll be right back. Go ahead. Where am I gonna go? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 
Um, dude, in, in fact, uh, her dad ended up um, uh, when she went on tour, her dad ended up bringing us back a uh, headshot, an autographed headshot that she signed. Oh, Mandy Moore? Yeah, for, for us to put at the car wash. Dude, she, um, oh, so it wasn't for you. No, 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 no. It wasn't for me. It's for the car wash. Um, dude, uh, Shaq's dad, uh, Mr. Harrison, man, that guy was, that guy was really nice. Like we had a, um, the, the owners had bought a, a, a Shaquille O'Neal LA Jersey and like, we're too afraid to ask him about getting it signed. I'm like, so this Jersey is just going to hang in the closet here in the office. Like, we're not going to do anything with it. And they're like, oh. so he came one day and I grabbed it. And I walked right up to him. I was like, hey, Mr. Harrison. He's like, I'll get it signed. I was like, thanks. <laughs> didn't even, dude, I didn't even say anything. Like, he already knew. And, Did he get uh, it signed? Dude, he sent it. He sent it to, to, to get Shaq to sign it. And not only did he have Shaq sign it, dude, but he had it professionally framed with, like, purple and white and gold, like, matting and, like, this real nice, like, frame. Dude, we hung that up there. Canard uh, I would have taken that. I would that would have came home with me. Yeah, and, uh, what gotta, the fuck is that noise? I don't know. That might be Billy. Um, I met Kennard Lang. Um, he was a um, defensive end player for uh, the Miami Hurricanes, and then he went on to play for the Browns for like four or five seasons. Um, that dude, explains uh, a lot. Patrick Ewing. Um, yeah, he came through one time. He was kind of a dick. He wouldn't. He wouldn't really talk to anybody or or anything. Um, Figures. Yeah, um, dude. A ton of golfers. Um, Tiger Wood lives in that area. He lives in Windermere. Yeah, he's in Windermere. That's that's more South Orlando. So he wasn't yeah. up our way. But dude, I've I've met a few professional golfers. Um, I, I mean, it's a bunch of people that you know are that I, I shit man half of them I don't even remember it's funny how in in our industry how many famous people we could actually meet right it's yeah. crazy because I know like Giancarlo down in Miami uh he he's met um he does his car fuck I, I can't even remember the damn player's name plays for the Boston Red Sox but I was very jealous because He's like, yeah, I did this guy's car. And I'm like, dude, you're yeah. a Yankee fan. That's not even fair. Right. Well, I met the uh, – who was the Red Sox that won the World Series with the bleeding ankle? Was that Kurt Schilling? Kurt or- Schilling. You yeah. met Kurt Schilling? Yeah. He came Fuck you, dude. Fuck you for not even knowing his name. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not a baseball fan. That's anti-American, Alex. You should be ashamed of yourself. Listen. That corner right there behind you? Yeah. Yeah, you should probably go sit there. Yeah. <laughs> that, win- that window. No, you want me? You want me to go stare out that window over there? Yeah, stare out the window. <laughs> I I'm, I'm not a big sports guy. Jason's a sports guy. I'm not a big yeah. sports guy. I'd be like that one guy with the mohawk. Remember? Yeah. Chuck Liddell. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've I've met quite a few, but you know, some of them are, you know, not that famous. You know, like you, you kind of have to know who they are, kind of thing. So, yeah. well, Tom Brady lives probably forty minutes from me now, which is great, but also sad at the same time. Right. Because <laughs> now I hate Tom Brady, and now he lives closer to me, so it's like <laughs> a big fuck you. 
Yeah, he probably won't is live. Billy there frozen? Much. Look at his goofy Who? fucking fucking smile. Who Billy is? He's frozen. Damn. Look at his goofy ass smile. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a screenshot of this. Oh, he's oh, gone. He's we gone. Lost Fuck. Let's see if he, he'll jump back on. I'm sure I, I, I didn't even get the screenshot, dude. Damn, that would have been a perfect meme. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Such a good opportunity. I'll see if I can't go back and get it off the recording. Mm. Yes, please do. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem was it was so small up in the corner on my screen. I'll pull that shit up. I don't even care if it looks pixelated. You know who it is. Yeah. Let me shoot him a text and see if he's going to jump back in. Oh, he did. He sent me a text. What happened? His goofy-ass smile is what happened. <laughs> Cheesing like a motherfucker. I literally looked at him and I'm like, dude, he's really enjoying my conversation. And then I realized he was frozen. There he oh. is. There you go. You're back. There we go. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Old, oh man, you you had the cheesiest, goofiest smile on your face when your 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 thing froze. Oh me? Yeah. yeah. Well, I told you guys at the start, I'm not the best at technology. I don't know what the hell happened. I, <laughs> no, I'm that's not your fault. Like, what happened? Are we done? Did I get fired? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man. Oh, it, uh, this is a good podcast. This should be like a Rogan podcast because a lot of dudes. Are gonna be like grinding it out on a car and be like, man, I just want something fresh and cool to listen to. Yeah. Now they'll, they'll tune in this podcast, and be like, man, that was fucking great. Well, just that's shoot, shoot right. And that's and that's what this one really is. I mean, it, it's a bonus. You know, it it'll be, you know, um, when I did the one last, when I did the first one with Jason, you know, Jason's like, man, I really had fun. I'd really like to to co-host this with you. And I was like, man, that's awesome because, like, I think it would I think it would be better. Um, you know, and, and because I do the other one every week, I don't think this one will be a weekly, um, right now, what it, it's been two weeks since we did the one you and I, Jason, where we just kind of bullshitted. So yeah, I think maybe yeah. like an, I think like maybe an every other week kind of deal. And again, it's, you know, this one, I don't really have a, 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 a time frame for, I mean, it, it could be a five minute episode. It could be a two hour episode. Um, Jason and I kind of went for an hour and 30 something. Um, yeah. and, and the feedback that I had from it was, you know, people liked that it was a little bit longer, um, especially when they're working because the other one I try to keep at that 45, 55 minute mark, um, kind of deal that a typical interviewing podcast would be. Um, but yeah, I think this one, I mean, it's just, we're going to, you know, well, I listen to, I listen to like, uh, Andy Priscilla, I'm a huge fan of Andy Priscilla and, you know, real AF. And some of his stuff's like 14 minutes long and sometimes it's two hours and 14 yeah, minutes right. long. I know I always look forward to the two hours and 14 minutes because I can I can make it to the mumbo jumbo, the what's this, you know, the bullshit, but there's always so many good things in there. Right. And I think that this industry, especially this year, this time of the year, things slow down, the shutdowns, everything. I think guys, what they need is momentum to stay up. And I think a podcast like this to where you just break things down and be more casual Right. It's something that, they, that, you know, they'll be like, fuck, dude, you know, this is why I fell in love with this industry. 
Right. Right. And that's the thing I like about longer episodes too, when I listen to podcasts, because, you know, again, you're trying to put something on and then go to work, you know, so those, those 10 minute, 15 minute podcasts, you know, they're, they're over before you know it. And then you're sitting there scrolling, trying to find something else to listen to and you're wasting more time instead of working. So I, I usually tend to skip the ones that are, you know, under 30 minutes because I just feel like then I'm going to, you know, in 10 minutes or 15 minutes, I'm going to spend another however many minutes trying to find something else to listen to. So that's why I like playlists when I listen to music too, because I can, you know, Apple will put a playlist together for me and it'll be hell. I mean, some of them will be, you know, five hours, seven hours long, hundred, hundred and something plus songs. I can put that on in the morning and go until I leave at night kind of deal. Um, no, I like it. I like this little format. If the podcast can build, you know, and get you some more audience and get you some relevancy out there and get you stretched out, then you know, I'm all for it. I'll always do anything I can oh, yeah. help you. Yeah, a no. couple of awesome dudes on here, you know, that I'm enjoying time with. And it's not a lot that we get a chance to really vent. So I would much rather vent on a podcast than I would to make a Facebook post. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and that's, you know, I mean, listen, when it's a, when it's what's on your mind, it, it, it can be a vent or it can be a good thing or it can be what, and that's what, you know, hopefully people will, will take that from this podcast and not, you know, you know, like Jason and I said the last time, you know, feel like we're talking about them specifically or about somebody specifically. And, you know, unless you absolutely drop the person's name or whatever, but, you know, it's, it's meant to just be, you know, Hey, you know, and, and anything can be on anybody's mind, you know? So that's, that's the beauty of this is we just talk about whatever doesn't even have to yeah. be detail related. It could be about why Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I mean, you know, I don't believe in dropping names until you message my customers and try to take my customers. But uh, that's why I brought up Jason Bruno's name. Yeah. He does. Yeah, a, I have a bunch of product that people could fucking buy. I want that shirt, dude. That's a cool ass shirt, man. I really like the design on that. I want to want to buy one so i want one of those that's cool yeah i, I thank you i did it at three in the morning <laughs> no it's really it really is a hat tip to like like i'm a nostalgic kind of dude you know i like holidays so am I. And I like so am i yeah I like, I like nostalgia i like things that have soul and like how do we get to where we are today but yep. for you know certain things so i think that's a cool ass shirt i definitely yeah. want one yep. yeah and, and i like idea behind it I like I, I like the coloring you did with it and get to give it that rustic yeah. look. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's, a, that's what I'm going for. The old rustic look and yeah. You know. Get the patina feel to it. I like right. that. Right. No, that was awesome. You guys listen to the podcast. You need to check out Jason Bruno's shirt. It's got the 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 what would you call it? The um, anatomy of a polisher on the front. Well, all right. So the the front of the polisher is actually um Franz Albertson's patent that he submitted to get it get the uh electrical pol uh, polisher machine patented so that's what that was so it it, it kind of breaks down the anatomy but um like down below it has his like signature up top it has like the date it was patented and all that stuff so what was um, the date? i tried to incorporate as much as i could what was the date on it what was the patent 19, date? um the year was 1933 i believe Fucking cool. Man. Picture it, right? Sicily, 1933. So what, Franz, 
it wasn't for Franz, you motherfuckers wouldn't be making any money. Right? That's it certainly exactly wouldn't be where it. it was today. Think about it. Nah. Mm-hmm. We, Rupes, Rupes would have came along eventually and saved us all. Listen, man. Fucking <laughs> the guy, um, the, the machine, the suit, the suit, it's the suit uh, electrical polisher. That shit's still around today. Oh, yeah. So that shit's still running strong. I mean, maybe heavy and shit, but. It's still running. It's still going. Dude, I would like to collect some of those classic polishes. I know my buddy Joe Fernandez out in California does. Mm-hmm. So I've thought about it. And, and don't you fucker steal my idea and start searching eBay. All out Dude, I, already had, I wanted to do that, man. I've been looking for an old Cyclo. <laughs> yeah, an old Cyclo. Start going to yard sales. Like, maybe I'll start going to yard sales and see if I can find, like, an old body shop, you know, bunch of stuff. And they got, like, an old polisher or something yeah. out there. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, Mike's got one. Um, Who? What's his name? Mike. Uh, oh God, man, this is the brain fart episode. Yeah, uh, what's uh Mike? Live from video, Auto Geek. baby. It's live video. I know. Mike. Mike from Auto Geek. Um, Mike oh, Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, Mike Phillips. God, man, I can't think. Um, when I did, I did uh the first year I went to MTE, I think it was. I did, I did one of his educational classes. And and he pulled out one of those super heavy duty old school, you know, polishers that look like an airstream, you know, it's nothing but metal. You know, <laughs> you can polish the polisher. Right, right, yeah. exactly. And um I don't know if that's one of the, I don't know if it was one of the exact same ones, but I remember he said it was it was a really old one and they kind of, you know, cared for, you know, it it, it kind of only got pulled out just to show classes and things like that, like where technology came from to where technology is now kind of deal. Um, yep. And he had some of the old cyclones, the, the dual heads. Um, I hated those dual heads, man. I, I remember when I was working for Simonized Car Wash, um, when, I was, when I was a detailer and, and the, the car wash that I was making killer money for sold out to Simonize. And Simon Eyes came in and they brought those little dual head polishers. Um, so we went from rotaries to those. And it was like, these things don't cut for shit. Um, <laughs> well, they're like three inches. Yeah. I, I have one of them. I actually have one. And one 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 spins clockwise and one spins cl- counterclockwise. And uh, about the cyclo polisher, right? Alex? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I have one. Yeah, I have one. Head. I hated yeah. that thing, man. And, and and the thing that sucked was they took all our rotaries away. Like we couldn't, we're like we weren't doing as good of a job as we were. We were losing clients. Like customers weren't coming to us for details anymore. It it sucked. I hated that thing. So. Well, it's a funny thing how how history tends to repeat itself. Like you start with the rotary, and I guess this is another thing too. I don't want to be like a shameless plug kind of dude, but you know, like history repeats itself like something comes along and other companies like well i think this can work better blah 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 and when it all comes back around you start out and you just refine the original version of whatever it was and to give you an example like you know i'll cut a car down with a rotary and Mm -hmm. finish with a da i'll cut a car down with a da and finish with a rotary i mean you know it's one of those things like again you can either shoot a free throw or you can't right I, i can dunk a basketball real damn good but i can't make a free throw for shit it all comes down to fundamentals. I mean, I think, you know, when you come back to the fundamental aspect of things and guys don't focus so much on what the internet tells them, but on their own, 
you know, their own abilities, I think they'll realize that, damn, yeah, I can do a lot more than I thought I could. And it all reverts back to the nostalgia of how it all started in the first place. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Just as long as you don't pull a, a Chris Kennedy like he did on that, that hood that he posted oh, up today. <laughs> Just, <God. laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I'm I didn't, I didn't see it. Funny. Chris must have messed Dude, he up. He took a rotary and literally pressed it on, the, on a demo hood and broke down the pad and then broke down to the bare metal on the hood. Yeah. <laughs> it's Badass. Did you get him like a fucking award for that? What do you call it? Like a uh, Iron Man award? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If Chris Kennedy's going to listen to this, you're going to get an Iron Man award. Iron Man. Oh, dude. Let me show you how he'll, this stuff works. Listen, he'll be happy for that because I know he I know he, he gets upset that the uh, all the pain assassin awards always seem to get won by somebody here in the States. So... Yeah, hopefully he'll be on. He was supposed to be on a couple of uh, weeks back, but he, we had some scheduling issues with him. He was moving or something like that. So I think he's got shot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, um, so Cormy, Cormy's going to be on this next episode, and then hopefully I can get Chris Kennedy the week after because then, then he's after that, it's it's the the season finale. Cormy's a rock I got a star, question dude. for Billy. Billy. Hold on, hold on. Cormier's a rock star, dude. You see the guy online, you're like, man, you know, he's a show off. He's a show off. Or, you know, maybe some guys think, I never thought that, but some guys might. Yeah. yeah. You meet that dude in person, not only does he look better than George Clooney, <laughs> but he really is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Seriously. I agree. I spent a week with that guy. Fucking awesome dude, man. How does it, how does it feel being a grandpa? Oh, I could be harder on my kid. <laughs> I could be harder on my kid. She like, you know, I need money. I ain't got none. Baby needs something. I got it. You know, <laughs> I like it. Though. Check it out. So I'm, I've got to be the most blessed grandpa on the planet. And Barry Thiel teals, Barry Thiel, te Barry Thiel teases me all the time. Like grandpa, but we just took an eight hour drive to Arkansas, spent a couple of days down there and an eight hour drive back. And that, that boy just rides. He's such a good baby, man. He just rides. Nice. He's like, he's like Papa's sidekick, you know? And we get down there. This is the funny thing about it. So, like, when you get down there, you know, it's junkyard, scrapyards, all things metal, machines, cool shit. And he's, like, into it. So, so um, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Uh, so. Uh, before, but yeah, before my uncle died, he, he he ordered three brand new rollbacks, show trucks, three rollbacks. Never got to see them. Um, he ordered a brand new steer loader and never got to see it. You know, it, it was there. And uh, so anyway, it was sitting there on blocks because they got to foam fill the tires. Okay, you can't just run around a, a scrapyard with with air inflated tires. Right. So all this stuff he bought that he never got a chance to see, but. So we get there and there's this big, you know, bucket loader skid steer on blocks. And, and so, uh, the, I think it was the day before the funeral, they show up with these big ass tires and my grandson. So, you know, the, the layout, and I guess you'd have to go back and watch my post when I put my, my uncle, you know, had a big piece of property there and he got scales and, and all this shit. So plenty of, plenty of room for people to play around, run around, do whatever you want. So they show up with these tires to put on this loader, and my grandson's like, oh, like meerkatting up. Like his eyes are popping up. 
So I take him over there and he watches intensely these guys <laughs> put these tires on this loader. And I put him on the ground and he tries to run over there. And I got like, I try to block him with my body. Well, he's like a running back. He tries to find a way. He's, he's, he's one right. years old, one year old. Yeah. So he's very much into like man stuff, cool stuff, you know, guy stuff. And, uh, but long story short, when they got done putting the tires on there, you know, my, 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 uh, my cousin's son, you know, put him on the loader and took him for a ride. But the coolest part about being a grandson is watching him grow into a little man and knowing that he's not going to have any problem finding out which bathroom he should use. Right. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> hi, sweetheart. Can you say hi to Billy? Hey, Lee, what's going on? Hey, congratulations on uh, getting first place. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, congratulations, honey. Yeah, good job. Yeah, they killed it. So. I text Alex one day. He's like, yeah, we're out taking a walk with my daughter. I'm like, how do you find time for that? Show me how I can do that. I want to do that. I want to take my dog for a walk. Yeah, we try to do it every day. We try to take him. He gets he gets excited. Brother, we do this podcast. We teach. And we do trainings and, and all this stuff. There's nothing I can stress more than the importance of. And my uncle taught me the same thing in his later years: is, is making time for your family. There has to be a balance in there. If it's not, it's always going to offset. Right? Just like you see the the what's the scales of the blind the blind judge? You know what the scales. Yeah. If you overload one side, the other side is not going to equal out. You have to equal it out, but we have to do it in real time on the fly. And, and so I really, I really think a lot of you for making time for your family and doing the things you do, Alex, that's pretty awesome. And everybody yeah. listening to this podcast, I can't stress enough. That's where I messed up early in life. You got to make time for both sides. Yeah. And, and we've talked about it before. I mean, especially with Jason, you know, I mean, that's, it's a big thing for me. So that's, mm -hmm. That's why I'm not the guy who is, you know, churning and burning in the shop. Um, I take on what I can do to make a comfortable living and get out of there as quickly as I can. So I can grab her from school, take her to cheerleading, you know, take the weekends off that she has competitions and not have to worry about, well, shoot, you know, like I'm not working these two days doing anything um because you know i want to be there to support her and cheer her on so yeah no it's it's definitely a a big a big thing um really really liked your psychedelic poop emoji earlier so you might have to get me one of those that's pretty cool i'm gonna check on ebay when this podcast is gonna be like multicolored poop emoji oh man we, we got we got that at walmart like really yeah i don't know Four years that's ago. pretty cool i like it though yeah yeah that was that was when she had her poop emoji phase everything she had was poop emoji so, so i got a dad, I got another question dad. so billy when you sent um alex the uh stuff after the whole bucket mishap what was what was the significance behind the bottle cap and the bullet bullets two oh, bullets sorry 40, 45 45 and a nine mil <laughs> Well, I was trying to cover shipping. Uh, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Seriously? No, it's uh no. He 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 like so he texts me and he's like, "Got the bucket, dude, and I love it." But is it supposed to have a sticker on it? And I'm like, I get this 
I don't get these emails every day, but I get like 10 emails asking the most ridiculous stuff every day. So I'm like, really, Alex, what? <laughs> and so, so I, I've, I've, I've stickered a lot of the buckets. I do that all myself. And there's like two stacks that don't have stickers on them because I haven't got to it yet. So I, I asked Beth, I'm like, hey, do you think we sent Alex a bucket without a sticker on it? She's like, probably. <laughs> With don't even feel bad about it. She's probably like, probably. I'm like, all right. Well, you know, um, when I'm friends with somebody, you can make, I think we should make things right. Number one, I don't think we should make mistakes like that. Those are stupid mistakes. So again, I, I can deal with a, a 30 yard pass that gets dropped. I can deal with that. I can't deal with the offsides. Five yard yeah. penalty drives me nuts every single time. And so my way of fixing those mistakes is by overdoing it. If it hits you in the pocket, if it affects you, you won't make those mistakes again. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was like, well, I'm not just going to send him some stickers. That's stupid. I'm going to send him a bucket with stickers on it, <laughs> correctly placed with the stickers, and you just do it right. And uh, that way we learn from our mistakes. But so at the time when it all went down, I had, you know, late night in the shop, I'll have a couple of drinks. I don't, I don't drink much anymore like I used to. But I just happened to be drinking a beer, and I'm like, you know, and so his daughter is on here, so I, I, I can't really say, is, but I've been known to throw things in buckets, you know, whenever <laughs> I send a bucket. So I'm like, I threw a beer cap in there, I threw a couple of bullets in there, whatever I thought would mean something personally to him, I threw in the bucket. And I'll just leave it at that, that I'm happy that I left it at that. Listen, it it, it was it like, you know, she, she pulled it out and she's like, you know, beer cap. And I'm like, ah, Billy, whatever, you know? <laughs> and then she's like, bullets? And I'm like, Billy, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, and I, and I appreciate you doing that. But my text message to you was more of a, hey, Billy, just in case you get a Karen, like, this is what happened for me. It, I didn't even, dude, you could have just sent me the two stickers and, and we would have been. It's a $15 bucket. Honestly, it's, it's a, you know, even then you wouldn't have even had to send me the stickers. I was just doing it more of like, hey, just in case. I, I don't know. know if you send these out, but I don't want you to get a Karen. I know, I know, I know. Sure you get. Well, so it's a $15 bucket, okay? And, and the yeah. reason it's a $15 bucket is we cover shipping. We, it costs a lot, it costs me more to bring that bucket in than I can buy them at Walmart, believe it or not, by the time it's all said and done. But it means more to me. Why would somebody spend $15 on a blank bucket? Right. Well, if you're if, if I didn't do it right, we're going to give you two. So you got $7.50 in a bucket. Still more than Walmart charges, but they yeah. ain't got an ADG sticker on it. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. It's, I think it's just the right thing to do. And they didn't come with a nice personalized message from you. So that 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 hit me in the feels. I'm not going to lie. I read that and I was like, oh. Beth was like, he's probably not going to use that bucket now. Why would he use it? You wrote on it. And I'm like. You know you know what it gets used for? It, get, it gets used for uh, shuttling uh, dirty towels back and forth from the shop to the house and then back to the shop again. Because I kind of don't want to use it. Because cause it's got a nice I, little thing on it, man. I, I appreciate that. I think the whole thing is putting a personal touch on things. And so I'll, I'll go on a rant if I can for a second is, you know, one of the things I say a lot is money will make you more of whatever you are. 
Power will make you more of whatever you are. Influence will make you more of whatever you are. Who you are as a person, whether somebody gives you a platform, somebody gives you money, somebody gives you whatever, will be like an amplifier to a speaker of who you are. And for me, I, I don't I don't care about the money, you know, but what I want people to know is that we care about people, period. Yeah, you know, whether it's you, Jason, or anybody else. Now we don't need to make these mistakes 10 times over, right? But right. It's our own way of learning from our own mistakes. But what I want people to know is, you know, with our brand that you matter. A lot of companies out there, you can't reach out and touch them. I always felt like ADG is a brand that you can reach out and touch. And so whether it be somebody that is my friend. Or somebody who spent their, you know, their their Friday paycheck, half their paycheck buying our stuff. I want them to feel like they got what they paid for, and right. we'll 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 continue until we get it right. If it costs us money, it costs us money, but we're going to do it until we get it right. right. No, and I think that's I think that's great because, you know, again, there's a lot of companies out there that will just kind of be like, oh, sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, but I, again, like I said earlier about the you know the ten year, twenty year vision that I have, I think uh, the vision I see in ten years is is changing an industry, not just you know changing a few people, changing the the industry as a whole and the way we look at things. I mean, people can go to Walmart and buy stuff and and achieve results that they think are great. So why would they spend money to buy our stuff, pay for shipping? So there has to be some value put there, right? Yeah. Where are you going? I just wanted to close the door. She left it open. I don't, I don't get any noise. Jason, I'm talking to a guy, and he just gets up and walks out. Oh, it's kind of like what you did earlier, right? I did. He said he'd be back. I, look, said, I didn't walk out. Nowhere. I walked to the door. I walked four feet away and closed the door. <laughs> no, I'm talking to you, like, from the heart, and I look up, and I'm talking to a turd. No. Oh, <laughs> listen, listen, I heard you look. Look, this is all this is all done with a video recording, but the video doesn't doesn't get used. We just use the audio. So, you oh, had really? This, yeah. If yep. you didn't say anything, nobody would have known I got up and walked away. Oh, I thought you were gonna post this like on your page with a video. Oh, there I went. I put makeup on. I put eyeliner. I put all this shit on. Now you're like, hey Billy, I know. Take the dress <laughs> off. It's it's an audio. It's an audio, brother. Zoom. I could have been walking around and getting all my shit done the whole time. I've been sitting in the snake room. Yeah. No, I mean, we want to see you. Me and Jason want to see you, but nobody else is really going to get to see you because Zoom... <laughs> what he's really saying is that nobody wants to see you. No. Guys, no if you, if you saw this listen, fuckery, there's a lot of there's a lot of people fuckery. that want to see Billy. But Zoom Zoom hey, just has Zoom Alex, just has better audio. Alex could start his own fans only page after this podcast. He has I one. I have one. Thing. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> it's called oh, the oh hang, hang on. Hang on. You know what that tells me? That tells me somebody's not listening to my podcast. <laughs> oh. It's called that the man. Naked Detailer. Man, I get on, I film myself naked. I didn't know anything about it. Squatting down. Bending over, getting all them cracks and crevices shots. Yeah, man. Five dollars a month. Five dollars a month. Knox is probably a VIP subscriber at thirty-five. <laughs> He's the fucking president of his fan club. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, I didn't. Guys, I, I wish, I wish. When you fuckers need to come up here one day and just go in the day, of, a day in the life, we can do like a documentary. 
or a fuck Jason. you, man. Like, whatever you want, man. Then Jason. Be like, what? Jason. 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 I'm calling Me. you out. Listen, Jason. Oh, dude. Jason. I've, I, dude, I've, I've been wanting to go to Billy's for the longest fucking time just to shoot guns. I don't <laughs> yeah, give a yeah, fuck but, about detailing at dude, that point. Shop, I just want to go shoot shit. Shop Saturdays, go to Billy. Shop Saturday. It wouldn't be a shop Saturday because it would end up me and Billy drinking beer, smoking cigarettes, and shooting well, guns. I understand that, but you could edit four days of drunken gun shooting into a shop Saturday. <laughs> People would buy that shit. People, I'm probably going to offend somebody, but there, there are union workers out there somewhere that get 15-minute breaks that spend their lunch break watching somebody's YouTube video. They might as well watch ours. Yeah. Well, eventually, I will have one. Um, I'm in the I'm in the uh, works of getting some of the right equipment, and uh, that's all I'm gonna say because I've said too much already, and somebody already took my idea. Yeah, you can't put that out there. Yeah, we got some, we got some shit in the works, man. Like 10x in the next six months, and I don't know how we're gonna get it all done. But that's probably why I haven't seen Alex's motherfucking fans only page because I'm like. <laughs> That you whole really balance thing in, in six months, I think that balance thing is going to be a lot different, and I'll be a VIP member, Alex. No there sweat, bro. That's all I'm looking for. That's all I'm looking for. Buy hey. them bucket, baby. That's right. <laughs> bucket, bucket, baby. That's right. All right. So <clears throat> we're almost we're we're hour forty five, and I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to cut time, but I I'm do kidding. I do want to make sure. That we do save time for the shit on Noxy segment of the podcast. Yeah. So, so Billy, if you didn't listen to the first one, at somewhere towards the end of the podcast, me and Jason spent about five minutes just kind of talking fun trash about Noxy. Yeah. We want to see if he's so, actually listening. This is the way we can tell. Listen, Billy's on it. I'm sure he will listen because I know for a fact that Billy's episode was at least one, if not the only one that he listened to because he did send me a comment um, saying what a good episode it was, how good of a, of a, of a host I was. Um, it was great with Billy. So I know for a fact he listened to that one, so he'd probably listen to this one. So let's go. Dirt on Noxie? Is that what we're doing? Dirt on Noxie? Just, just – Talk shit about him. I mean, Jason. Jason, Jason said fucking... last time. Last time, Jason said he hated his his red hair and said he probably had a small dick. So I mean, <laughs> you can build on does. that if you want. It does probably does. This dude like is one of my closest friends, right? So I'm like, I sent him some like pre-sale samples, and I got Noxie. If you're listening to this podcast, bro, that picture you put up, like I'm gonna help you out. You caused me more fucking problems than you helped me with because I got blown <laughs> up like. How come Nazi got unity? Yeah, before it was ever launched. So, uh, yeah, when you're posting shit up there, make sure at least you got my back, motherfucker. Don't tell me you got my six and be like, I'm gonna post your shit up, and I get 500 motherfucking messages like, Hey, when can I get some of that? Because is it is it water based? Is it dilutable? Can I get an SDS sheet? No, he's famous for that shit. So yeah, Noxy. So uh, a lot of times, like Noxy's busy, and I'll call him. He won't answer. And now I'm going to get kind of offended. The next time I call him, he doesn't answer. I'm going to get offended. Like, motherfucker, I answer more of your fucking messages and emails from something you did than I, I, I'm trying to do my own work. They're like, but I, 
I thought y'all were friends. We are. Why don't you answer my messages? Because I'm fucking busy answering the rest of his messages. <laughs> oh, shit. But, this but motherfucker is, puts on that I created this fucking light. Then I get messages from people asking how to build the fucking light. Dude, that, was, that was awesome. I was uh, so mad. He puts he's that like on a diarrhea stain, dude. He's like a diarrhea stain. He makes a big mess and expects somebody else to clean the motherfucker up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. That's I'm good. just being real with you. Hey, look, it's it's whatever. This is, like I said, this is a shit on Noxie segment. This It'll is a fuck you, Noxie segment. That's what you it is. always have a shit on Noxie segment. Fucking Billy just made me realize that he did the same shit to me. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take a big dump. Somebody else is going to come by with a shovel. But between that time, it's on you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, he's helping He's helping all you guys just grow. I mean, that's what he does. He's leading. He's putting you in a situation to lead and grow. Look, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you guys straight up, dude, no bullshit. Um, Knox is one of my good friends. And so, uh, you know, I had, I, had a, I had a rough upbringing, a real trouble background. <laughs> And I already told you guys stories about whatever you whatever you have will make you more of whatever you are. And when we first hit and we took off, I wasn't ready for it. You know, so I, I had a I had a problem with alcohol there for a little bit. And Noxie was one of those dudes, like, you know, and, and the thing is, I can't even I can't tell a lot of it on here just because it's too personal. But right. I made a lot of mistakes early on. And he was the one dude in my corner that's like, I still believe in you, dude. You got you gotta you know, you got to tune this up, tune that up, fix this, fix that. You know, and I and and I'm I got my own demons. Everybody has demons. You know, I got a lot of fucking demons, dude. And uh, and I learned he's like the alcohol won't help; it just amplifies it. And, and it took me a long time to realize that. So uh, I got to give him a lot of credit for who I am today, who we are as a company today, for being that friend. And dude, I've I've dude I've I've gave him some shit. I have unloaded on him before. And uh, he came back with nothing but love. I mean, I, I've literally said some shit to him that I shouldn't have said. Uh, but, you know, looking back now, we, well, I've been clean for a little over a year. You know, I'll have a drink here and there, but nothing like it was. Right. So I'm probably, um, well, I know since April for sure, because I almost died in April. So since April, um, I've been I've been pretty straight edge on everything across the board. But I got to tell you, a friend, when, when guys are looking out there and like, who's a friend? A friend is the dude that's going to be like, look, motherfucker, you know, I love you. I love you enough to tell you you're fucking up. I love you enough to tell you if you don't straighten the fuck up, bad things are going to happen to you. Right. You know, and I love you enough to be mean to you. And I'll take your slings and arrows. And I've shot Noxie a lot of arrows over the last couple of years, a lot of arrows through my demons. He, he took a lot of that abuse. And he's always been there for me. He always stood up, you know, he's like, hey, dude, I believe in you. I fucking love you. And then when I got clean, he was like, dude, I'm so fucking proud of you. So he was the first dude to stand up and tell me when I was wrong. And he was the first dude to stand up and tell me he was proud of me when I straightened things out. So nice. for anything bad I can say about him, dude, that, that's the straight, honest to God truth. And I say this and I can't say it enough. And I guess I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. But American Detailer Garage as a company would not be where it is today without so many great people. Barry Thiel, Aaron Knox, so many great people that held me accountable and said, look, motherfucker, you're not, you're, you're not who you think you are. You got some problems. You need to fix your problems. You're not perfect. You need to fix your, you know, your problems. And I worked through those and the company we are today is with great credit. So many of those guys who told me, motherfucker, you're cool, but I don't think you're cool. 
Right. No, that's awesome. That's good. And, and Nox, up, man. Noxie's definitely that. I mean, we we poke fun at him, but he's listen, still ugly. Me, me and Jason are in a in a chat group with him, and and you know, for as much as he dishes rags on us, there he's he turns around and you know. I mean, gives, dude, somebody that somebody that ugly has to have a personality to compensate. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Listen, he don't rag on me. He only rags on you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could go through about like five memes in a row uh, that he just posted up not too long ago, uh, <laughs> and and re- and reaction to you talking about dreaming about him. So, <laughs> I mean, that that's not ragging on you. I don't know what is. I mean, we all know he definitely rags on me. But listen, I set him up to be able to rag on me. He just rags on you because you're you. I know, because he loves me. He wants no, to be he, me, and he can't be me, so he's just ragging on me. I agree. I agree 100%. <laughs> Don't hype him up. <laughs> Don't hype who? Who, me or, me or Noxie? You. you. <laughs> uh, listen, Noxie's one of those guys that's first one put me in my place. He told me, you know, when everybody started, uh, you know, talking about me because of you know, our little bromance last summer or whatever it was, you know, when we started the back and forth. Um, one of the first things he told me, you know, cause I told him, I was like, dude, I like, like this is crazy. Like all these people want to, you know, like t- messaging me and talking to me. And he told me, he said, listen, man. So the minute you start getting a big head about it, he goes, I'm going to crush you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that scared me, man. That's, that's why I, like still to this day, when people, talk about me and, and you know or or say i help them do this or they look up to me for that i'm like i'm still kind of like why like you know i'm, I'm not well not you're that. you're that kind of dude again you know whoever you are is is magnified 10x and noxy and, and i both we see that so many people out there that they get a little bit of credibility and the next thing they know they think they're the fucking authority on something yeah and he told you that for a reason but you know i think at this point we all know who alex is yeah, no. I'm and listen, authority. Listen, I'm I'm still riding his coattails. Though. I'm gonna ride them bitches till 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 he shoves me off. But I can definitely better looking than he is. That's for damn sure. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Fucking potato. <laughs> the fucking potato. Fucking <laughs> 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 burn up. All right. Well, what else do we got to talk about? We got anything finished up or are we good? Two more six. I'm, let's, I'm let's ready go. to go to bed. Listen, let, I listen, gotta, listen, I got to do more invoices. I got to fucking do more orders. Like, I can see him coming in as we're on this fucking Zoom meeting, dude. I got to, oh, I got to say, nice. his invoice. Listen, listen it's nice that you get to other people's speak. invoices. Huh? I said, it's My nice wife. that you get, nice that you get to other people's invoices. My wife is in the shop packing orders as we speak. Now, somebody's going to call me out on this podcast, but I'm just saying my wife is out in the shop right now packing orders out. So, Jason, bro, I don't know what you're doing wrong. You got up your game, man. Right. Meanwhile, Ashley's probably, playing, Ashley's probably playing Call of Duty or something. She's sleeping. <laughs> uh, all right, well, get to, get to those people's orders faster than you got to mine at least. You're not that important. I know. 
I want that fucking shirt. I did, I did want that shirt, though. I'm not kidding. I think that's a cool shirt. It's one of the best shirts I've ever seen. And I'm not like a fanboy type of dude. I don't just buy shit. But I think that's a cool-ass shirt. And I always love things that pay homage to people who got us where we are today. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I always had the idea to do it. I just it, – it literally hit me at, like, 3 in the fucking morning, dude. Like I said, I was up at 3 in the morning making that shit. I even asked Alice, did you look at the timestamp that I sent you that picture? No, but when I woke up at like six o'clock, it was already on there. So I was like, yeah, Fuck, this is, and you yeah. never, you never send anything early. It's usually, it's usually Knox that's texting yeah. early in the morning. So yeah. I was like, holy crap. It just, it just came to me, but uh, yeah, we can, I'll link up with you after, after this, Billy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay you tonight. All right. Did you at least make my shirt? Yeah. Your shit's all, your order's already through, bro. I know, but I'm just saying, make my shirt. You made it, right? Yes. Okay. I had to make me a shirt special, Billy. So, but you wait till you see that. Yeah. One. No, these days I'm gonna be on a Russell level. Shit, because then I'm, dude, you're pulling an Aaron Knox right now. Yeah, and no, what? no, what? Yeah, oh, they got a special shirt just for me. No, 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 dude. I said I had you make me a shirt. Washers gonna be named because you just said I had you make you a shirt. I don't. I don't want people coming up to me. Hey, can you make me this? Can you make me that? I like this. I like that. No. Oh, well, fuck them. Tell them I'm special. <laughs> All right. Well, that's definitely true. In I mean, listen, listen, listen. We got maybe 30-something people listen to this podcast, so I, I don't think that all 30 of those people are going to hit you up for making a special T-shirt. So. I hope not. Hey, guys, Jason makes custom shirts. If you want one, send him a <laughs> private message. No, you know, Billy also fucking sells bullets in his packages too. <laughs> Even we're going through a, a ammo sword shortage. So make sure you put your orders oh. in and get them buckets. Man. Buy a bucket. I don't hear nothing about shipping either because I'll toss a couple of nines in there for you. Yeah, that, that's I could use, listen, I could use some 45s. Seriously, don't <laughs> listen to a gun show is hard to come by. Well well listen, he, he's only doing that because because he lost all his guns and he doesn't have any doesn't have any need for all those bullets now. I got nothing to shoot him through. I mean I got all this ammunition. Right. Yeah. I got like twenty five or thirty rounds of ammunition left and nothing to shoot him with. I tried to shoot use a slingshot and I was thinking, well, next summer when the mower hits, that might not be a good thing. That's true. <laughs> Landmine. Landmine, dude. All right, uh, we got two minutes till we hit the two-hour mark. Do we want to try and stretch this two more minutes? or? Hey, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, guys. Somebody's starting out right now. They're going to listen to this podcast. They're going to be like, damn, this is cool, and I appreciate you guys helping me get through my day. It's a process, guys. I'm going to tell you right fucking now, it's a process. And you're going to wake up in some days and just not feel like doing it. You should do it anyway. And the reason being is because later that day, you're going to be glad you did. The next morning, you're going to be glad you did. Nothing about this stuff is easy. Nothing about going where you want to go is fucking easy. If it was, everybody would be fucking doing it. You can look around Craigslist. You can look around the internet and see dudes wash out six months, six years from now. But the one thing that matters is how accountable you hold yourself to the vision that you have for yourself. Don't quit. There you go. And I'll just add, always stay a student of what you're doing, no matter what it is and whatever job you're doing. Whether it's detailing, paint correction, PPF, tinting, wraps. If you work at fucking Burger King, just stay a student of whatever you're doing in life because perfection is boring and 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 
getting right. better is where the fun is. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> most everybody's been on this pod or listens to this podcast knows where to find both of you guys, but just in case, Bruno, where do they find you? Nowhere. Nowhere. All right. Pain Assassins making t-shirts with your one buffer, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. My one polisher. <laughs> one polisher. All right, Billy, where's uh, everybody find you at? I'm under the rock where there's no technology, but you can catch me at americandetailergarage.com, Billy Bogus on Facebook. If we don't have more than five friends, I'm probably not going to accept you. But I appreciate you guys for listening. Right. Yep. No Instagram, no TikTok. No Snapchat, yeah, no OnlyFans. Man, here's the thing. I ain't got the TikTok thing yet, but it, the more TikTok stuff I see, I'm thinking maybe I should. The whole China thing kind of threw me off. So I, you know how I am in the woods. I'm like, I'm not giving my information up. But right, yeah, yeah AmericanDetailerGarage.com, American Detailer Garage on Facebook, Billy Bogus, American Detailer Garage on Instagram. And um, I imagine the next six months, you'll probably see a TikTok or two video pop up. There you go. All right. All right, gents. I appreciate it as always. Hey, man. Love you guys. Appreciate the time. Yeah. Love you too, bro. Bruno, we will do this again next time and we'll see who we have. So, All right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Billy, again. Um, thanks, Bruno. You guys have a great night. Talk to you, you later. Too, right, brother. You guys All have right. a night. Nice. Stay safe. Bye bye.